Have we just reached the Bitcoin and Ethereum floor and what is up with Solana and its DeFi protocols? That and more in the crypto market talk this week. In this week's episode, we will talk about Bitcoin mainly, but we will also have a look at Ethereum because there have some been interesting developments there regarding staked Ethereum, which we've discussed in the past as well. And then some very important news about Solana, because I do believe the bottom for Solana is not in yet. But let's jump into Bitcoin. And of course, if we talk Bitcoin, we have to talk about this guy here, Michael Saylor, the CEO of MicroStrategy. And in the correction of the last week, a lot of people have potentially discussed that Michael Saylor's liquidation price could be quite near. We've of course discussed the whole dilemma of Celsius, the CFI platform that could have been potentially liquidated if the Bitcoin price has dropped below 17, 16, 15,000. Now it sits around 14,000 US dollars. But what is really interesting is Michael Saylor's and MicroStrategy's liquidation price. I've seen many prices from 26,000 down to 20,000. And some people are even saying it's about 3,000 US dollars. Now, interestingly, there was a quote in last year's or this year's earnings call and it says here, Bitcoin needs to cut in half for around 21,000 US dollars before we'd have a margin call, which was MicroStrategy's president, Fong Les, and has been said in May during an earnings call. Now, this is exactly what has happened. Currently, Bitcoin sits at around 20,000 US dollars. So has MicroStrategy been liquidated or even margin call? We don't know. It looks like MicroStrategy's margin call price will be way, way lower though, because probably Michael Saylor would put up collateral either coming from MicroStrategy themselves or from his own personal funds. So that could mean potential liquidation price for MicroStrategy's Bitcoin could be at around 3000 US dollars. Now, interestingly, the Bitcoin bet of a MicroStrategy has been at the beginning at very great times, if you think about it. But then during the last the two buys, they were actually quite bad pretty much before the big corrections happen. So here we can see at kind of the end of 2021 and then in around February, March of 2022. And a lot of people are now asking, why isn't MicroStrategy buying more? That has been an excellent entry price over the last couple of days, down until 17,800 US dollars has the Bitcoin price dropped but MicroStrategy hasn't bought yet. Or will it come? Will it be maybe via a new wallet? We'll probably find out at the earnings call of the end of this quarter. We will continue with some opinions about Bitcoin. We, of course, can also talk about the Bitcoin bull Mike Novogratz. He was also a big Luna, Terra Luna fan, and he's a Wall Street veteran. And he's saying that the collapse of the economy is going very, very fast. We're heading into a really fast recession. He's saying that the economy as a whole is going to collapse in the next couple of months, maybe even weeks. And he's even saying we're going into a really fast recession. And you can see that in a lot of ways. And interestingly, he's has been predicting the Fed rate hike that we've seen last week, 0.75 percentage points. 
largest rate hike since 1994. And that, of course, doesn't really help with the inflation sitting at around 8.6%. And the big question is, what will happen with crypto in this case? On the one hand, we can probably discuss that crypto could potentially decouple from the economy because there is no monetary policy to control Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. On the other side, you could say potentially Bitcoin is a risk on assets. So it will probably behave like a risk on asset. It will even behave maybe like tech stocks. And that could potentially mean even a bigger downturn. Some people are saying down to 10,000 US dollars, 12,000 US dollars might be realistic. We'll have a look at it in the chart in a couple of minutes. Then we'll discuss this article here from Bloomberg saying here, Largest cryptocurrency climbed 16% on Sunday. That was yesterday. I'm recording on Monday, recouping its losses from a steep drop on Saturday that sent the token to as low as 17,600 US dollars. Ether, which touched as low as 881 in the sell off, climbed 26% to 1,140 US dollars, while alternative coins from Avalanche to Solana also enjoyed gains. So, Maybe relief rally, maybe bear, bear market rally, maybe a suckers rally. We will find out in the next couple of days. But I would expect us still to be in a bear market. I would still be very, very hesitant when it comes to kind of bigger investing into bigger positions. Again, we'll probably jump into the chart in a couple of seconds. Before we look at the chart, though, I think it's very important that, the, that we discuss the Celsius situation. Again, Celsius is a C5 platform in the US and has potentially been liquidated in a couple of positions. We still don't know for sure because they're not communicating exactly what has happened yet. The only thing we do know is they have stopped withdrawals, meaning if you have paid into that platform, you cannot take out the money uh, out of the system right now. And the thing is, they have posted a blog post or two blog posts in the meantime, saying that they are trying their best working around the clock to make sure that the platform is stable and that it will stabilize. But they're also warning that it will take time to stabilize at Bitcoin as Bitcoin is hovering around 20,000 US dollars. And quite interestingly, also the fact that they are working with regulators and officials regarding this pause and our company's determination to find a resolution. So technically, they're still not out of the waters yet. And I would expect some further liquidations coming soon. The question is, will the Bitcoin price drop to 14,000? That's where their bigger wrapped Bitcoin uh, liquidation price sits. So at around 14,000 US dollars, if that drop would happen, then Celsius would technically be bankrupt. And then the big question is, what will happen with the money that people have paid in? Will they be able to withdraw any kind of crypto or US dollars in any kind of capacity? Will even a state or another investor step in and help Celsius? A lot of big questions that I think we will have to discuss in the next couple of weeks. Let's have a look at the chart. And of course, we can have a look at the buy zone here that I've drawn last week. We can remove the Fibonacci for now. And of course, we've had this kind of interesting zone of around 29,000 shot through. Then we had the 22,000 shot through once again. And last week, the final kind of purchase zone that I have drawn last week has been hit, of course, at around 17,600, as I've mentioned before, depending 
depending on the exchange. Quite interestingly, we see here kind of some support. If you look even back further or if you zoom out a bit more, you could potentially also discuss around 14 to 15,000 US dollars. Let's hope Bitcoin stays above that. It looks really, really nice for now. And I would even say if you've gotten an entry at around 17 and a half, I would trade this up until around 25,000. So up until this kind of breakage line or support line that kind of oh, did break a couple of days ago. I would trade it up until now. If you're feeling a bit more conservative, you could also trade it up until 22.7. So very good entry if you've gotten in here at this price. But again, it is still very, very risky territory. If you're a kind of unexperienced trader, the best way of going about this is DCAing in. So dollar cost averaging into the Bitcoin price over a longer period of time, because I would expect this to go at least sideways for quite some times. I don't expect us to come back to a bull market soon. Let's talk about Ethereum and let's talk about uh, Vitalik Buterin and his father here, Dima Buterin, and they have been interviewed by Fortune magazine. And one of the questions was whether Vitalik has any concerns about the merge regarding Lido finance at the risk of centralizations. Now, Lido, I've mentioned last week as well with staked ETH. And one of the kind of potential risks there is that Lido's uh, Ethereum could get hacked in any kind of possibility or kind of uh, get away or if the DPEG would happen even more stronger, the staked ETH DPEG. And interestingly, Vitalik is saying, yeah, I mean, I'm definitely worried. I think it is one of the bigger issues that we're thinking about and trying to figure out how to change proof of stake in the long term. But I also think it's important to not overly catastrophize the issue because that is what a lot of people do. So he's worried, but at the same time, he's saying, don't panic. Think there will be a solution and we have to think and keep in mind what could the kind of potential ripple effects of this be. Again, in order to understand what the situation right now is, we can have a look at the Ethereum price. It sits at around 1,112 and the staked ETH price we see at 1,044. So there is a small DPEG, a couple of percentage points uh, difference. Technically, staked ETH should be at one to one with the Ethereum price. It has been much, much worse, but since then it has kind of slowly repacked once again. So again, we have this issue of staked ETH on the ETH side. We have this issue of potential liquidations on the Bitcoin side. And that, of course, makes the entire market quite shaky still. If we look at the chart, we can have a look at the buy zones that I've drawn here as well. Again, has been hit pretty much to the dot, quite interestingly. So if you have had buy orders here at around 880 US dollars, they must have been hit usually. And it shows very interestingly the same behavior as with Bitcoin. So a very kind of V-sharp recovery in a couple of days that we've seen here also with the Ethereum price could be that the temporary bottom at least is in. Of course, again, here the same rule apply. If you're inexperienced, if you're unsure about the crypto markets, it is better to DCA into 
the market right now. Too risky to kind of go big with a bigger position because there are still a lot of question marks that are kind of in the market right now. One of the other big issues is that a big crypto fund called Three Arrows Capital has been potentially liquidated as well. Their liquidation price set around 1014 US dollars and a lot of people have kind of expected them to uh, get liquidated last week. Not a lot of news we've heard from their liquidation. The situation is that there came out a news article from the two founders saying that the situation is quite critical, that the Terra Luna crash, for example, has wiped out a lot of their fund. And now the big question is, will Three Arrows Capital be liquidated? Now, why is that important? Three Arrows Capital is invested in a lot of different kind of projects in the crypto space. Also, a lot of big projects such as Solana, Avalanche, for example, as well. So potentially them going down could also mean that a lot of capital capital will be lost and a lot of big investor money will be lost as well. Now talking about Solana, we also have to talk about this situation right here. We're talking about Solent and Solent is a lending platform, so a DeFi platform on Solana. And a quite interesting situation has arisen there because of the Solana price correcting towards the downside, Solent's one big wallet so a whale wallet is now facing potential liquidation which sits at around 22 us dollars and 30 cents so it means that if solana hits 22.3 that means that this big whale could potentially be liquidated now why is that an issue the big issue is that 95 percent of solan's entire solana pool and represents 88% of the USDC borrows just this one wallet, meaning that if this whale gets liquidated, potentially the amount of Solana that comes onto the market due to the liquidation could tank the Solana price even more and also cause technical issues because there is a lot of Solana coming onto the market and that could be a big problem. So what has happened is that Solent has started a governance vote, essentially removing the option of this whale to sell this liquidated Solana directly to the market and go OTC, so over the counter. And that, of course, in the crypto sphere has caused a lot of trouble because a lot of people said, who are you to step in? We thought we were decentralized. You cannot do this by just one governance vote. The governance vote will be repeated right now. It is a very short governance vote, but at the same time could potentially set a very important precedent for potential uh, uh, future issues in Solana and the bigger DeFi space as a whole. Now, the Solana price currently sits at around 32 uh, US dollars and 60 cent. And for me, the Solana price hasn't really reached the bottom. So we can see a very clear bottom here. And we have seen kind of four points where this line has been touched at around 21.5. And of course, this is just below the liquidation price. So this, of course, could mean that it will touch this and then shoot even lower than this. But for me, this is still a very important entry point that if you want to buy into Solana, if you want to DCA into it, if you want to buy into it in general, I think this will be quite the important price zone. So around 21.5 US dollars. 
Again, a lot of kind of volatility, a lot of kind of uh, shaky things in the crypto market. So make sure that you're setting your risk management appropriately, that you're setting stop losses and that you're making sure that you're not getting hit by these uh, different volatility uh, waves that we're seeing in the crypto market. Make sure that you subscribe to this channel to not miss any important news from the crypto market. I will see you on the next one.